0: Welcome to the GNA podcast, Games Nerds and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. What we got going on tonight is, uh, well, we're just doing a midweek record because I have been completely lax on getting the recordings done on time, which is Sundays at whatever o'clock we're doing. So I've just been randomly calling out to people and going, "Hey, are you up to record?" And people say yes or no. So I conned Dean to come in here tonight. How you doing, D? I was promised there'd be cake. Oh, there is cake. It's here. You just gotta come and get it. Ah shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long trip.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: womp, womp. How you doing tonight, man?
1: Pretty good. Uh, tired, but pretty good.
0: Oh dude, I so feel that. I so effin feel that. I just wish I could get uh wish I could get ahead just a few times. Just a little bit ahead. That's all I want. Just a little bit ahead um but no, it's actually it's been a good week i don't know about you but it's been a pretty good week here it's been crazy at work but that's okay well first thing we gotta get into of course is state of games state of games is where we uh oh no what are we drinking What's all I saying? state of games for it. man, i'm skipping over a whole segment i'm actually drinking tonight so um yeah what are we drinking uh, so D, I am drinking some misunderstood whiskey, ginger spice whiskey and apple cider. Man, is it yummy. I love it. I love it a lot. What about you, man? What are you drinking?
1: Well, you know, it's a fall time. So fall means, you know, apples, cider and all that good stuff. So I'm trying out a new uh, hard cider. Uh, this is, uh, 1911, you know, Beacon Skiff's, uh, strawberry hard cider. So they take, you know, normal hard cider, mix it with strawberry, uh, to add the sweet and the tart. Oh, when I cracked it open, you you can smell like the strawberries just so good. Ooh. And it's like, you get that, like the bite of the uh, hard cider, like it's not really sweet, it's crisp. Mm -hmm. And then you get that after, after the attack, you get that aftertaste of more of the sweeter strawberry. But it's not too sweet. It's just that, you know, it hits you just right afterwards. I like that's, it. That's sounds
0: really good. It's really good.
1: good. It, really good t- it tastes really good. Um, 6.9% alcohol by volume, so it's 6.9%. Not bad. And it's made, it's uh made up in New York State.
0: Ooh. Well, actually uh I tried earlier today an Omega Gang. It was a Game of Thrones stout that they had from forever ago. That does sound good. It was. It was uh it was pretty good. It was a little bit harsh because it had been aged for like four years, and I'm not hundred percent sure they're supposed to be aged. But other than that, it was uh it was pretty boss. I dug it anyway. Um But yeah, this ginger spice whiskey is just so good, and it's that time of year, man. It's just it's that time of year. It's 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 getting cooler out, it's just nice to kind of sit down with some apple spiced or uh, apple or ginger spiced whiskey pretty much in any way shape or form I can get it to be honest yeah it's like hard cider you know mold cider whiskey it's just that season yeah so good just so good well now state of games state of games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the past week or we pontificate how we feel gaming is today so, I ask you that question. What is your state of games? How about Now, <laughs> now
1: um, so I've been playing through um, the original Zelda on the NES and Zelda 2 Link's um, Adventure on the NES. I've been oh, playing yes. some old school there. I've been kicking back in the evenings and playing on my Steam Deck. I've been playing the... Um, the Final Fantasy uh, Pixel Remaster series, I just beat the first one, and I've started uh, playing the second one, so Final Fantasy Two. Nice. Um, and I just picked up uh, to play during the October season, uh, the Dark uh, Pictures Anthology, Manamadan, Little Hope, and House of Ashes oh. by the Supermassive Games. So I'm excited to try
0: those out. I heard they're pretty good. I mean, well, I love you know- the Cory by them, so... You know what comes out this month right what's that the devil in me or the devil within it's the fourth of the Ooh. anthology yeah Ooh. it's my supermassive games i'm actually like now that i'm saying that i actually have to jump on and i'll probably do it while we're talking and i gotta pre-order that so i can get it in but yeah yeah i'm excited for uh i'm excited for that Ooh, i like this ongoing like anthology thing Dude, I, you know, they're, they're short games and like, admittingly they're short games, but they're like, I, I like, I like how they roll out. I like the way that they, I just like, I just like them. Like, like I like the way that they play. I like, it's like everything about them. They're just, they're, I'm like, they're not great games. They're like, they're not stellar. They're not like, they're not like going to win massive awards, but they are just, I think they're just good games. Yeah,
1: but I mean, I love the quarry uh, by them, and uh, so the guy recommended and said, "Hey, these, you know, same company, you should like these if you like the quarry." And uh, I mean, I bought them. Each one of them was like under twenty bucks, so I mean, it's not like I spent a ton. So short game would be all right. I mean, the quarry wasn't that long either.
0: No, the quarry wasn't. But I, th- I like the qu- I like these games because they have, at least for me, they've got a, uh, a a significant amount of replay value to try to go through and get you know and complete. Complete them again and get a different uh, ending or a different. You yeah. um, can make
1: different choices and
0: see different parts yeah. of the story from different viewpoints. And I like
1: that. So Exactly. even though it might not be a very long game first playthrough, you get your money's worth when you're replaying it to get the other perspectives and the other endings.
0: And not to mention that you get this awesome amount of pay- playthrough when you play it with your friends. Which we still have to do. Yes. Horror games are better with friends. Heck yeah. Yes, they are. There it is. The Devil. Where is it? Hold on. Uh, it's called The Devil in Me. Yeah, so it is The Devil in Me. I was thinking that was a Slipknot song. I think it still might be a Slipknot song. Oh, crap. No, it's been. It's been postponed. No. It was supposed to be October, and now it's uh, November 18th. Damn it, Janet. I will still pre-ordering it, so. Because I, I like, I literally will just throw money at them. They could be like, "Hey, we're we're coming out with a polished turd. You want it?" I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, dude. Like, I want it. I want it in my mouth." But yeah, so you played you played the quarry. Have you had an up? Op- have you finished the quarry?
1: Not quite. No, I haven't had a lot of you know a lot of time to sit down on the computer. Most no. of my gaming is done actually handheld and up, kicked back on uh, the bed. Oh uh, no, I'm trying, dude. Yeah, in the daytime, of course, I've got small kids, so the daytime, yeah, that's, I'm playing, you know, on the home system, you know, home console, I'm playing the Zelda games. Well, that's because you know I got small children, so I can't exactly play the quarry in front
0: of them. Yeah, actually, I might just play a little bit of it before going to bed. Well, we got to get on a, a Steam uh, we got to get a game going where we. Uh, so I one problem I found the quarry does not play well on my Steam Deck. It's a bit choppy, so that's unfortunate maybe it need some um optimization but well what yeah.
1: was it rated because i mean the steam deck is good about like you know if you look at your your library it'll tell you if it's not assessed oh. at all if it if it's got a rating or if it's like some parts are not you know what's, not well tuned for it what's eight <laughs> uh, they are doing but, a good but, job but, about but going uh, through all the games and you know and starting to rate them if, if they're fully compatible or not and let you know what's the shortcomings
0: so Steam achievement, corporate third-party DRM requires end-user license. Where is it going to tell me? Tell me, tell me. Where is it going to tell me? I am not seeing it where it's going to tell me. Full controller support. Oh, that's fantastic. Where is it if it can play on the Steam Deck?
1: I know with your library conveniently the Steam Deck tells you like right on it.
0: Oh yeah, on your well, let's see if it's in my library. Um 2K patcher launcher right review community content Oh, I'm not seeing it. What's this eye? Right, show more details. There we go. Um, nope, single-player, multiplayer, cooperative play, achievements, full controller support, that's fantasimo but it doesn't tell me. I know it says it on the Steam Deck, but why doesn't it tell me here? I kind of feel like it should tell me here. Maybe it's a mystery. Well, like it... Like, it should, it should say, if it says it on my Steam Deck, it should say it here, right? Maybe it's because I own it? Maybe it's down in System Requirements. No, not down in System Requirements. Yeah, this is going to be a great episode. Hey, everybody, listen to me. Search for System Requirements for a game Look, called The Quarry. Uh, Being being October, we should probably go
1: through a few good notable uh, indie horror games
0: uh, recommendations. Oh, hands down. Absolutely. Um, Well, hold on. State of games. I guess I got to go into my state of games.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Before we get too off (coughs) off topic here.
0: Yeah, right. What's your state
1: of games? Yeah.
0: So my state of games, actually, I've been playing a bunch of stuff. I have been playing... Uh, let me pull up my Steam library because that's where I've been playing it mostly from. Uh, yeah. I have been playing, I actually just fired up a game just before we started here, and actually I was playing it slightly into the beginning, uh, called Gladiator Guild Manager. It's, uh, kind of a roguelike manager game. You gotta get, you purchase, it's kind of cutesy. It kind of reminds me of, I don't know, like Warcraft. So I've got different orcs and archers and all that stuff, and I throw them into a gladiatorial ring, and they fight on their own. I don't actually control them fighting. They just go. But I control when they level up, what I dump points into. So it's kind of like a hands-off game in that way. But you also get um, – like it's also roguelike. So the more that they – like there's they're going to die whether you want them to or not. Uh, and then you can go hardcore and all that jazz. So it's kind of fun. Um, I jumped back into Aliens Fireteam Elite, and I haven't played that game for a while. And I also got to say, the the break from it was nice. I enjoyed going back into it and playing it some. Really, I, I genuinely enjoyed it. In fact, if I've got time, I'll probably fire up after this and play a little bit, unless you convince me to go play one of those supermassive games on multiplayer. And yeah, then we got that. I'm all for that. I've been playing a little bit of Red Dead Redemption 2 because I installed that. Really been enjoying that. Um, Rockstar really has, has fine-tuned their storytelling. And uh, and it really shows in Red Dead Redemption 2. A game called Atom RPG, which is a post-apocalyptic RPG. Kind of like when you throw it in isometric mode, it feels a lot like a Fallout. But it's in post-apocalyptic Russia. I think, or Ukraine or somewhere around there. Everything's in Russian, so I'm assuming it's it's either Russia, Ukraine, Portugal, somewhere over there. When did that come out? Adam RPG? Oh, that came out a long time ago. Like, that's that's an old game. That came out in 2018. Oh, wow. Because it, it's kind of predicting the future here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, there's a new one. The reason I got it is because there's a new one that came out called Tour Guard or... Tro- troglogard or Troglobite or something—I don't remember—but uh, I saw the new one came out. And I'm like, oh, this looks really good. And then I started reading some of the reviews, and the review said, "Hey, if you're going to play this one, you really need to play the first one to get an understanding of how it's of, of what the game is." So I'm like, all right. Uh, there was another game called Doom uh, Dome Keeper, which I played a little bit of, which is pretty enjoyable. It's uh, it's again a roguelike game where you. Have a, it's really weird. Like you're on an ancient planet or, or, an, or an alien planet and you've got to dig underneath you to get resources and upgrade your dome and then things will attack you. So you got to jump up and defend your dome. So it's it's kind of weird. Uh, I was checking
1: it out. It got some good
0: reviews for an indie game. So I was, yeah, kinda, I started checking it out. I was like, that does sound kind of neat. And, and you know, the price point was really good. It was super cheap. Um, Earth from another sun another game that uh i've really been pushing i'm liking a lot um uh it's kind of space exploration 4x crossed with f you know first person shooter style battles it's it's fun i enjoy it uh and there's another game called the ascent i jumped into hades i jumped into for a little bit too That's pretty much been my my game. Oh, and No Man's Sky. I played No Man's Sky on the PS5 with my brother, which I'm going to be playing tomorrow with my brother again. Started off a new game there, just to jump in and play a little bit. So, um, if your question is, hey, Cecil, how have you been holding down a full-time job, having a family, doing a podcast, three of them actually, and playing all these games? Well, cocaine. Lots and lots of cocaine. That was my guess too. Nice. Yes yeah, yeah it's been it's been a lot of blow. Um, I was gonna throw hookers in there, but I thought that might take up a little too much time. Um, I'm finding I actually have some time on my hand. so I might throw some hookers in there so it'll be hookers and blow. Uh, but so far it's just it's a lot of cocaine.
1: Well, I mean you could also you can conserve some time by putting the cocaine on the hookers.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Oh man. right off their ass. And that's you know that's this is why that's why I come to you because you have the ideas that I just can't think of. They're just they're angles I don't see, dude. It's that army efficiency. <laughs> it is right there. <laughs> no, maybe I've a actually, little of the German side. I've actually just been not been uh, not been sleeping all that much and just sitting on the couch, uh, throwing uh, How I Met Your Mother up on the TV and then just jamming out and playing whatever I can on my Steam Link out there. So it's really been uh, it's been it's been interesting. Uh, I'm enjoying like I'm enjoying everything that I'm going and and I actually there's some games coming out that I want to talk about and that's what we're gonna kick into next which is uh, the topic of tonight's show it's gonna be indie games um what's coming up what's coming out uh, possibly indie games that you just looked at and you've been like man I really love this indie game this was fantastic like just indie games in general we've done we've done the, uh, an episode like that before but. There's been some new stuff that's coming out. There's some new stuff coming out on Kickstarter. There's some fantastic indie games I just mentioned, which we can dig a little bit into farther. There's actually another indie game that I picked up called Kenshi. I haven't even played it yet, but that's that I want to talk about. Um, Yeah, so I guess there's my question to you. And I, I know I kind of threw it at you last second. I didn't really dump on you all that much time to really research, but – Oh, it's
1: all good. There's a couple I've been really following that I'm like oh, really yeah, excited about.
0: I am so glad that you said that because because uh, I was really nervous. I was sitting there going, crap, I didn't tell anybody what tonight's show was going to be about. And uh, yeah, that might be a problem. But – Hit me, hit me with one. What do you got? Let, let's let's hear it. I'll, I'm going to look it up just in case I don't know about it. I'm sure I've talked about it before, but I'm really looking forward to the original.
1: Like uh, release date, I think it was like um, estimated as this year, but it's been pushed to like 2023 as the as mm-hmm. the release date as of right now, tentatively. But it looks so good,
0: Sea of Stars. I am excited for Sea of Stars. Oh yeah, console game. I see it right here. Let's see what this is about. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's a turn-based this like RPG. JRPG.
1: Yeah, it's inspired by the old classics. And you're basically, the story is, like, you're, uh, there's two children uh, from the town of Solstice. Uh, you know, they each have a power. One's the sun, one's the moon, and together they can perform these e- eclipse magic, these special rituals. And it's the only force they can use to defeat, the basically, the evil alchemist known as the Fleshmancer. Uh, so the world, almost, like, some parts of the world, it looks like it's gotten to that, like, Super Nintendo meets 2D, 2.5D. In some instances, it reminds me of some of the uh, like, if Chrono Trigger met 2.5D, you know what I mean? It's just, it yes. looks really nice. It's really, looks really well done for all the interviews. I mean, uh, from from everything, every clip I've seen, Sabotage Studio looks like they're doing a freaking awesome job and it looks like this one could be a freaking great game. So, uh, all the footage right I've seen so far looks great.
0: Right off the bat, it gives a real strong, um, not, not, uh, Dragon, was it Dragon Warrior? Dragon's Dragon's breath. Breath of, breath of, no. Breath of
1: fire. Breath
0: of fire. Breath of there fire. you go. Breath of fire. I was I said, waiting like, for it. I'm you. like where the hell is it? Yeah, it gives me a very strong like breath of fire like aesthetics like how how it looks. Yeah, breath of fire chrono turns,
1: trigger. Yeah, when it kind of turns the isometric it's, it seems more like the breath of fire type. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It really like does. It, like it yeah, this looks solid, man. The full one's is coming out.
1: 2023, and um, it's just been it's been heralded like a lot of you know people that have looked and reviewed some of it, the early footage. A lot of the companies that are looking at it, as far as like say for reviews, are all giving it raving reviews so far. So it's it's
0: I've got high hopes for this one. Holy crap! This thing raised 1.6 million Canadian. Yes. Wow.
1: Oh. and it, oh, it, it, so shit. far all the footage i've seen so far looks beautiful i mean i love the pixel the way they did the pixel art the pixel graphics it's got the turn-based combat uh, combat i like because i mean i've always been a big fan of the turn-based e- ever since i first started playing you know final fantasy i mean i still like some of the action you know rpgs too like i love how they did the final fantasy 15 combat and everything else uh i like how they re- did the remake of final fantasy 7 but
0: it's it's nice to play some of that old turn-based you know what i mean yeah, dude, so like I was actually wrestling with this the other night. Um, and by wrestling with it, I mean, it just like I I've, I've I've come to the conclusion that while I am good at video games, I don't have the time to be good at video games if that makes sense.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, like competitively or stuff that takes a lot of skill and time. Yeah, yeah we don't have the time, but I do love even if it's grinding. I still like, well, like say level grind. If I'm kicked back in my bed before I go to sleep, I'll kick back on my Steam Deck. I just like playing the relaxing JRPG style where I don't have to sit there and really get intense and be using all any hand eye coordination I may
0: have left in me. You know, so
1: yeah, like it's nice just to kick
0: back. I like I don't I don't it doesn't. Like, I enjoy playing Call of Duties, Battlefields, things like that. Um, but, man, I got other stuff to do in my life than to sit down and hone my skill on one game. I mean, that's why I don't play Destiny anymore. I love Destiny. I loved playing Destiny. But I just I don't have the time to play just Destiny. I don't, I don't have that time anymore. And I just I wish I did and i've thrown so much money at so many different things and just like never completed them i mean it's pretty sad to be really honest how much money i've i've thrown at shit um but you know it's 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 okay so like some people have uh, some, some some people throw money at, at, at other things and i guess if i'm throwing money at supporting other people's dreams i guess i'm okay with that but yeah, dude, Sea of Stars, and that is seaofstars.co. Sorry, yeah, seaofstars.co. And this does look good. It's coming out for Steam, uh, PlayStation, and it looks like it's coming out for Switch. Interesting.
1: Yeah, like, uh, just going off of what you mentioned about, like, in the support, like, small indie games and studios, I talked to this guy a lot online. Um,. Which I bought, I mean, this is not upcoming. This is one that was already been released. But I love how, like, so now it's kind of a thing to make indie games or new games on old consoles and systems. Um, So this uh, guy started the uh, Retro Room company. um, And, you know, he, he partnered up with another guy and made a Game Boy game, like on the original Game Boy. Oh, I've heard of people doing that. He made a game called Gelatinous. Humanity Lost. Interesting. It's it's like a, a, a platformer, like physics platformer, where you're basically this uh, got turned into this kind of blob of glue, a goo, and you're basically trying to like hop around, you know, navigate through the level. And more areas open up as you unlock more abilities. You can do more of the physics. Like you can't jump at first, but you like you can you know climb on stuff, and then eventually you can jump. And so as you go through, you unlock more abilities, and you can unlock more you know parts of the physics and more of the platforming. It's really neat. Um, the first game that made that I bought uh, from him was uh, called um, Quest Arrest. That was also on the Game Boy. That was a really neat one. It was where basically it's it's basically where you're a uh, a police officer, right? You're a new detective, and the the design of the game, the graphics, and the uh, the the art inspiration was like Pokemon. You decide, have to decide whether you're arresting them or how how much force to use and everything oh, else, you yeah. play through the game. It's like an RPG. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the guy's a really nice guy and and you know I've been picking up his stuff and just kind of supporting that because you know I love I love old games so it's like getting to crack out a new game for an old system is kind of cool Yeah and he puts a lot of a lot of effort and you know heart and soul in that you know
0: Yeah that's pretty cool I'm just taking a look at it right now that does oh. it that <laughs> does look very pokemonish just from the uh just from the stills of it Yeah so I got to give a shout out to the retro room because they're pretty pretty awesome and they also do like
1: they try to also, like, re-release, like, old games that were kind of lost, or then they re-got, you know, some of the rights, or, they, you know, they found or they want to finish it. So, it's stuff like Chip's Challenge, uh, Ellen Crystal, The Crystal Wars, you know, there's, there's stuff like that that they're trying to, like, start to, like, rescue. Like, if a game was never finished, it was canceled, but it was almost finished. Hmm. You know, a, a, a few smaller, easier games are trying to get that done. They're really trying to, you know... I'm trying to breathe life back, back into again. it. Yeah, it's just it's it's really cool. I like I like stuff like that. I mean, there's people that are doing it for systems like you know NES now, the Genesis, you know, um,
0: which is really cool, dude. That's awesome. Like, and that's the thing. It's like I really dig. I'm I'm one of those like I'm also one of those weirdos that that just says um, go eat go go support a local restaurant before you go to a chain. Like before you go to Applebee's, try to see if there's a a local restaurant that's equivalent to Applebee's, you know, go there instead. It's worth it. They appreciate it. They oftentimes are better. And it's like, it just supports the local economy
1: so much better.
0: Well, like, so, I mean, it's been, I've seen, I've seen good things and I've seen bad things. Like I've seen restaurants do really, really well. And then I've seen restaurants do really, really poorly. And I mean, the, the one thing that you can always get or always kind of guarantee, if you go to Applebee's, you order a burger, you're going to get the same burger. If you were to go there six months later, you're going to get the same burger. If you go to Applebee's in Kansas, you're going to get the same burger. So, I mean, for consistency-wise, like, the chains really have that pat.
1: Um yeah, but I mean, I mean, and if say for instance you're trying to support local business and one opens up that isn't good, they go back out of business. Exactly. But when you get a really good one, it's good to support because I mean, that money's going back into the communica- community. These big businesses are worried about one thing only thats it's their bottom line. You know, yeah. they're not going to treat their workers as well. It it's and you see it. Like when you when you as soon as you have a community where like a big box store opens up like Walmart and then you get the big bo- you know, the chain restaurant Everything goes away, all the variety goes away, and you're left with what? Same thing as every other town, a Walmart and, like, a fucking McDonald's or an Applebee's, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It's really nice to have that, like, mama, and and a lot of times you can find some real gems.
0: That's true. You could find some really, really great restaurants you should always go check them out. That's why I always try to support local as much as I can. Um, I mean, there's certain things that, like, unfortunately, like, you just can't find local for. And that's a shame. Like, for instance, Chicago style pizza, deep dish pizza. Nobody does deep dish pizza down here where I am. I got to travel like almost an hour to go find anything that's even halfway decent Chicago style. So a lot of people don't like Chicago style. That's fine. You don't have to like Chicago style. But if you That's were a like deep deep dish like the thick soft oh, doughy yeah. Uh, pizza, yeah, oh yeah, yeah It's yeah. pretty
1: good. I like it too. I mean, yeah. I like
0: different different varieties. Well, I, I just like it because the deep dish pizzas have. Uh, I mean, I, I like all. I like a lot of different pizzas, but I like the deep dish pizza because they usually put the cheese all the way up to the edge, and you get that caramelized crust all the way around the edge. It's just oh oh, it's so, so good, so good, so, yeah, good. It's so nice. I also like some of the brick oven pizzas, too. But we're, it's, it's not about pizza. I was going to say, we're not <laughs> talking about – I mean, we can talk about pizza. We can nerd out about pizza all day long, actually, now that, now that we're saying that. Um, probably. But we're trying to – well, so there, there's a couple of, couple of games that are coming out. and There's some that are in beta right now that uh, – like, I, I wanted to mention a couple of games. One game I've been checking out, and if you haven't checked it out, it's called Mandragoria. Oh, that looked cool. So yeah, it's like a 2D roguelike Metroidvania with uh with like and they said souls elements. so I'm assuming that it's gonna be more like a Castlevania bloodlines, i.e. Uber difficult. Um, and you're gonna really have to like play hard into it to, you know, you're gonna have to really work at it to be good at it. Which is counterintuitive counter to everything I just said about me not having time to really get a good at a game anymore. But this looks really, really good. But um, a
1: well-done Metrovania-style game, especially like in the dark, kind of haunted, gothic style. I, I love it. So, I mean, with the ambiance and everything else, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, that. that's, the, that's the one. Uh, Mandragora, that's the one that's being released by Primal Game Studio, right? Yeah. Still no release date?
0: Uh, next year, I think 2023. I thought that, I thought they said 2023 when I when I so I I kicked I, I backed it on Kickstarter and I want to say it said delivery December 2023.
1: Okay, I just saw a to be determined release date from the Steam store. So <laughs> well, I was looking at it on there. So that's probably hasn't been updated yet. Well, you but know it looks what? like yeah, it looks like a 2D 2.5D side scroller action RPG. So it's got the RPG elements that that's, almost that almost screams like an updated
0: version of Castlevania: Symphony of the Night. You know. It, uh, and the way it looks, like, the graphics look astounding. Of course, it's their, um, you know, it's their press release. Marketing, marketing, yeah. They're marketing, yeah you know, footage. Yeah, so, I mean, you got to take that with a grain of salt. But even with that said, like, it, it looks, it reminds me of, the graphics remind me of, what the hell was that? Um, When they redid Bloodlines. You remember when they redid Bloodlines and it had that, that kind of 3D but 2D look? Yes, they updated the, uh, the backgrounds, the
1: backgrounds, browns actually became more interactive, like would shift and change and, you know, yeah. added and some sp- you know, animation to it, yeah.
0: And the sprites looked a lot different, too. Like, the sprites looked like they were rendered 3D in the background. Yeah, I got the updated uh, Bloodlines along with the original
1: in the Genesis. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh,
0: but yeah, this game looks super solid. Um, it, and... and I think it made back like actually let me see. Let me let me look at the Kickstarter page. I want to say it made over a hundred and twenty percent Kickstarter goal. Yeah, so it's a, it was looking for a hundred and ten thousand. And it's made a hundred and fifty-one thousand, and there's nineteen days left to go. So let's see what stretch goals they met. Uh, not updates. Not FAQs, maybe it is updates. Um, they reached their first stretch goal. Third stretch goal revealed and community goals. So where the hell, where the hell is the thingies? Come well, on, don't hide
1: those stretch goals. Show them.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where the stretch goals are. I thought they were. Well, hold on, probably down here at the bottom. Okay, so main goal 110. Um, secret goal funded new game plus begin a new game with new difficulties and item sets. So at 135k, which they've already done, a sixth playable class called a sixth playable class, God I can't say it inquisitor. 155k, which they're a little less than four grand away from, uh, fight to dis- fight to survive, discover entropy rifts during the travel and face off against multiple ways of fearsome foes for great rewards. And then 180k is a fully Ill- illustrated in-game beastry. I mean I'm okay without the B-Street, but everything else looks pretty boss. Yeah, the, the game looks super solid. Oh what what the hell's the compute community goals? Oh, oh okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So they're looking for they're looking to reach so what the hell do you get like okay, this is the first one. I haven't seen. Oh, okay, so if they reach the different goals, they're giving you different things down below. So they've got armor transmog, no need to choose function over form, choose your armor's appearance. NPC chatter. Give a richer voice to everyday life of Fieldum. I'm guessing that's the name of the place. Oh, they're putting in a permadeath mode. Nice. Uh, if they reach 16 of those goals, they're going to put pets in. Yeah, these are pretty cute. I like these. Man, we got to get that game going. We got to get that game that we were talking about going. Just I haven't had the time to sit down and start messing with it. Yeah, we do. But I have been
1: messing around with the uh, with RPG Maker just to kind of get a feel and learn a little bit more about it. So I have I have figured
0: out a few things I didn't realize before. So I am playing with it here and there. Nice, nice. Maybe I should do more coke and start messing around with RPG Maker. (laughs) But yeah, um, of
1: course, you know we all, you know, of course the wife and I just love playing, you know, um, Stardew Valley. Oh yeah. So, we're really excited for Concerned Ape's new Haunted Chocolatier. I'm really looking forward to that one, too. I, we were talking about that the other day,
0: and yes. I know. It's, it's like a I'm mean, trying to think about how to describe it. It um, You play a witch, right?
1: Uh, actually, you're playing a chocolatier. It's, there's a game similar, you think thinking, like, similar to Stardew Valley, that is where you're learning witchcraft and everything else. That's actually not this game. This is the Haunted Chocolatier. So, you're a chocolatier, and you're opening up a shop... In a haunted castle, so it's kind of like starting. Instead of being like a farmer and starter, you're a chocolatier. You're trying to make chocolates and sell them. So you, you know you're, but it's in a haunted castle where basically you get ghosts and all kinds of magical shit happens. Um,
0: I know what I'm thinking of. Hold on, Witchbrook is what you're thinking of. I'm thinking of Witchbrook, and that's by the yes. people who made uh, Starbound, which is Chucklefish.
1: Yes, and I'm actually was gonna mention them too because I'm looking forward to that as well because that looks good as well. Um, so that's 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 another one. But definitely looking forward to the the Haunted Chocolatier because I mean I love castles, haunted stuff is awesome. So I mean, haunt, you know, haunted yeah, you know, doing a new game like that in a Haunted Castle. Mm. I think it looked like it, it looked so far from like the videos I saw. Like they can pull it off. It sounds odd. Um, you know, because you also you're also gathering ingredients too for your chocolate, so you're going around. You know, just kind of like you gathered shit in, in Stardy Valley. But um, it, I mean, it, it almost seems like odd you are taking a chocolatier in a haunted castle. But the way I saw the video, just looks like
0: it'll just work really well. You know what I mean, dude? You know what game I would love to see come back and in, What's the, that? in its original inception, not not part two. Not to say the part two was bad. Just saying it's an original, original okay. inception, Tecmo's Deception nice i would that love to a, see that come back if you updated the physics and the graphics a little bit that would be phenomenal i dude i like i would throw money at it i would i would literally just toss I, i'd just be like look tecmo just take my money you, you, oh, you're not in existence anymore i don't care who are you take my money i mean who who
1: bought the rights to uh, monster rancher they just re-released a new monster rancher game like a redo of one and two
0: See, there's my question on Monster Rancher. How, how would that, how will that work? Like, how will, how will a new Monster Rancher work? I'm trying,
1: I'm trying to remember because they re-released one and two on the Switch, and I, I, they explained how they did it, how they get to the, you know, to what monsters, you know, the randomization of monsters of the CDs. I'm forgetting, but let me look it up because, because um, they explained how they pulled it off, like you know how they pulled it off. Um,
0: because before you literally see, went through your entire stack of CDs, your friend CDs, if your parents had them, you grabbed them and you would put CDs in, and it would make a new monster for you every single time. And and it, that, that was that was half of the fun back then. Of just before you could burn CDs, just literally the, making a monster from yeah. just a random CD you got. So it looks like it's um.
1: Code techno I guess they maybe they are still in existence, just uh, count, uh, owned by another company or whatever, but um, they remade uh, Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX. Um, let's take a look at the system. Yeah, that was,
0: that's Monster Rancher DX, though. Those were ones that were released in Japan.
1: Yeah. Um, however, uh, how they do the CD thing is instead of, say, popping in like a physical CD, because obviously you can't do that with a Switch... You pick your CDs from a database. Oh, so you pick the CD you that. want, like okay, yeah, I want to do you know Metallica, you know Injustice for All. So you'll pick that out of the database, and it'll generate the monster from there. I
0: don't know how I feel about that.
1: I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we don't have CDs like that, like you know nowadays. So it is kind of kind of cool because if you just don't look up what, because I mean, with the internet, you could look up what CD gave you what, and pretty much. You know, cheat your way through that anyways so I mean picking picking your CD instead of just going you know what I'm going to pick my CD from the database and just pick your CDs out it's kind of it's similar I mean it's not the same but I mean you can't really include that mechanic in its true form in today's technology CDs are just going away yeah you're right I think that's a valid way to bring it back for new audiences where you can still get that fun of picking like oh I love this CD what monster will this generate it's just digital instead of physical form I mean, I, I think I, th- I like what they're trying to do because I had such so much fun with that game. I mean, I know it, you know we had a lot of nostalgia for the whole swapping CDs with each other to see what we got. And it was before the days where the inter- with all the um, guides on the internet were big, and before the internet was really big. But you know, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, all you have to do to know. preserve that, all you have to do to preserve that whole like wonder, like what am I going to get, is just not
0: look it up online. You know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I had a lot of. I had a lot of fun with
1: a lot of fun. I mean, of course, I still have my CDs, my PlayStation and Monster Rancher, so <laughs> if I want to go back, I can always play the original. <laughs> One good thing about having a collection.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I did enjoy that.
1: Uh, what else? But what you got? about? I know. Well, I know you were talking about um, Witchburg, but what about Witchburg really caught your eye? <laughs> I know. I know. Obviously, the premise is you're you're going to school for witchcraft and everything else. But what? Else, I mean, it, it was really cool because I remember seeing the early like the early like ideas for that. I mean, they've changed the, the graphics a bit. They've changed to more of an isometric view from uh, like the top down, like the Stardew Valley style. I know a different company. I'm just saying Stardew Valley style, like the top down how the game went. They turned it to more of an isometric, but. What really caught your eye with that game?
0: So I am... I'm just a huge Chucklefish fan. I really liked Starbound. Uh, I like their aesthetics. And I like that they're branching out more into an RPG. Because that's what it looked like to me. It looked like it was more of an RPG than it was a crafting survival game. So I really want to see what their chops are. Because as Starbound continued forward, the game got more and more story added in. And the story was... It was fun. I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I enjoyed what was unraveling with it. I, I enjoyed what they what they went with, and I'd like to see them work their chops in more of an RPG environment and see what they can do. It almost seems like it, it, they took inspiration from like the Al- Remember the
1: alchemist games? The alchemist. Game. Oh,
0: like uh, which ones? Like
1: which alchemist games? Uh the um, alchemist of like. Um, damn, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. Now. There's so many of them. But where you do the crafting, everything so you should go to school, you're doing all the crafting. Well, I think, like, um, Dark Something, I remember.
0: I'm trying to remember the Alchemist games.
1: No, not, not. You're thinking of Dark Cloud, not Dark Cloud. Yeah, that's um, what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Dark Cloud. Like, um. Uh, let's see. Um. Tick, 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 tick. Now I'm just drawing a blank on the name, but it's like, you know, the Alchemist of, um... Like, the Alchemist of Arland, um... It's the Atelier games, you know, the Atelier games? No, I don't think... I, I'm, they're, they're not ringing a bell. Atelier Rolana, the Alchemist of Ireland. um... Oh god! What was the one? That, the one that I liked? That was uh, it wasn't you know Atlier or whatever. It wasn't any of those ones. But there was one I really liked.
0: Um. Yeah, you're gonna have to look those up because I, I don't. know.
1: Because the Atlier IRS, there was all the Atlier games. Montecameo um, was was one I liked. Montecameo too. Or monochemia, or however you want to pronounce it. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think it, like it takes ins- it seems to me like it takes inspiration from those games. Okay. Atelier Iris, Atelier Iris Two. Yeah, um, if you look those up, I'm sure you like seen them somewhere, or you even tried them. I um, probably have. Yeah, but it seems like they take some inspiration from those games, almost, is what I was getting a hint of. But uh, I'm looking forward to Witchbrook as, as well, because it seems like a lot of fun. Except it's not really alchemy, you're more doing just regular traditional magic spells, you know, witchcrafted spells, as opposed to straight, like, alchemy.
0: But and magic um, seems to be in nowadays. Yeah, you don't have too many people.
1: Oh my god, the D&D, you're casting a spell, you're all gonna go to hell and die.
0: Right? <laughs> oh man um another game that's coming out i think i've mentioned it before is earth from another sun i actually mentioned it earlier too that game i think is still in closed beta i think it's still in closed beta right now but it's one of those closed beta it's like tarkov you just pay to get into it and that game is very fun um It's got elements of 4X in it where you, like, get a whole group and crew. There's exploration where you go from planet to planet to find stuff. And then there's, uh, you know, there's literal battles between you and whomever. And they're they're fun. I mean, it's got a lot of polish that it needs. You know, the the movements in it are still kind of old school Quake-ish. And not like Quake 3, but Quake-ish. So there's there's a bit of that in there. But it's still – it's got some promise. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: What look it looks promising. Other-
0: yeah, dude. It really. Um, if you haven't seen any of the videos for it, it, they're they're really cool.
1: Trying to think of some of the names of some of the ones I was looking at the other day. Um, trying to remember some of the ones I was looking at. Yeah, old age and brain damage isn't a good mix. <laughs> I can see that being a problem. um, Yeah. There's always a lot, but there's a lot of indie games that I usually just kind of glaze over. I'm not really interested in, you know what I mean? They just aren't my thing. Uh, Some that get really good reviews that I just never really get into, but, you know. Let's see if I can find one of the ones I was looking at the other day.
0: Let's see if I can find one of the ones. As we now kill time, waiting for hopefully him to find something that's good. And maybe he will find it. Maybe he will not. The world Perhaps. may never know. Perhaps. Perhaps not.
1: But while while, while I'm trying to jog my memory, since it is like the month of October, how about – actually, here's – there it is. That's what I was looking at. Beacon Pines. Beacon Pines. Oh, hold on. I got to look that up. Yeah, it's like a a cute and creepy type uh,
0: game. Beacon Pines. All right, let's see what this looks like. Oh, that is kind of cutesy. You're little animals. Oh, it looks like a- it
1: might have actually come out already. Yeah. Looks like it might have come out already. I didn't uh, miss that. You're around a big pit. And yeah, it's 20 bucks. And night in the woods meets Twin Peaks.
0: Oh, somebody that's just got That's like some- one of those yeah, multi games. Yeah. 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 That's kind of cute. That looks cutesy. Colorful exploration single-player story rich. Yeah, I'll give that a shot. So that, looks, that was one I was looking, I was
1: considering. Um, but, I mean, being the month of October, um, I think we should probably kind of reminisce about some really good indie horror games. Oh, man. That we I recommend, get, that highly recommend.
0: I guess what's going to classify as horror? Well, I mean, the first one that comes to mind, of course, is 13 Dolls. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, also, I mean, it... it um, but Outlast, I really recommend Outlast. They did that was an indie game and an indie studio, and they did such a good job that I almost thought it was like AAA studio at one point.
0: Well, well, does does Outlast count
1: as an indie game? Like, is that an indie studio? It was, it was when it when it first came out. It was, it was certainly considered an indie studio indie game. Huh. Well, I did not know. I mean, they've gotten bigger since the, with the success of Outlast. They've gotten bigger, but yeah,
0: that was a fantastic game that was considered indie at the time. Interesting. I did not know this. Now I know, and knowing is half the battle. GI Joe, a real American hero.
1: But yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I guess it's no longer considered, you know, indie for like the core or whatever. But um, what do you got? Do you have any like, uh, you know, indie horror games that you would uh, Man, that you'd recommend?
0: That's that's a tough question because like I I honestly would have to look through my Steam I gotta look through my Steam library to be perfectly honest and say okay well, what's gonna count as indie horror here because I've played a lot of like um God what's that game called like Claire well, there's amnesia yeah yeah I mean
1: there's damnnesia the amnesia the dark descent um five stars at Fre- uh, Five Nights at Freddy's I'm sorry Darkwood
0: I don't. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's, I guess, would uh, would go there. Hold on. Let me let me look up yep. horror.
1: Little Nightmares was cool. That's actually an indie studio, and that was actually really cool. All
0: right. Let's take a look here. Um, I don't know. Was Alien Isolation, was that an indie? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I mean,
1: that's a major – I mean, I mean that's, a, that's owned by a major company. You
0: know, it's a major IP, so yeah, I, that, I don't know. that would know. be hard. That would be hard to say out there. Yeah. Um, let's look through here oh dread out dread out was uh, mm-hmm. I think is a hundred percent indie and that was a that was a freaky like Japanese horror style game oh well on somebody's messaging me Well, that was that was Shinzu. It sounds like um, joining or trying to join in, but he was a little bit late. Sorry, Shinzu. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Where was I? Dread out. Um, yes, of course. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Would you call Friday the Thirteenth the game an indie? Because I don't know if Gun Media counts as indie or not.
1: That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Um, it, is, it is a tough one. I mean, it's... I mean, was it an indie studio that held, that took the major IP and handled the development, or... I don't know. I don't think so. I think Gun Media did it all. You know what? Uh, how how about, Here's a real indie one, and obscure one that came out a while ago. I originally backed the Kickstarter or talked with the guy. Um, it's, it's called Never Ending Nightmares.
0: Never Ending Nightmares? okay hold
1: on it, it's it's like it's almost like you play like you know it, it's almost like it's penciled you know like pencil drawn except a little bit of color like where the red like blood in is added in and red colors but it's mostly black and white and you play as thomas he's stuck in a nightmare loop and he can't get out and it deals with mental uh illness uh it, it basically the lead designer has struggled with depression and obsessive compulsive disorder his ocd disorder
0: oh i see it yeah so he,
1: yeah, he wanted to create, it's a, it's a 2D side-scroller, you know, kind of a little exploration, you, you interact with stuff, it's like, you know, a little point and clickish type thing. Hmm. I played, like, the early, early, like, beta versions of it, and I supported it, and, um, yeah, it's kind of spooky and scary, you know, a little nightmarish, but like I said, you know, not only does it have the horror theme, it's kind of a horror indie game, like a really indie game, I think it was like a single person made it. But it, it it just tries to like bring to light like the struggles that he'd have he'd have to deal with, with you know with his own mind you know and it really it really tried to sh- shed some light on you know mental illness and stuff like that and the struggles people go through. I just think that's a good shout out for that one because that's a cool one, especially for this you know this month.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a definitely a good call. Um, you mentioned amnesia and amnesia's amnesia's good. Amnesia's a bit old and like they they've gotten a lot of notoriety now. So like I almost take like they're still indie company, and amnesia's good. But I don't know, I kinda of hold them on a different pedestal. Kind of like Outlast. Yeah. Like I hold them on a different pedestal yeah. now than I do uh like a straight indie. God, there was a Pixel version, or there was a Pixel game. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it was a it was a horror game. You like were trying to make it back to your house and like everybody around you was already dead. Yeah. God, I can't remember the name of it. It's gonna kill me too until I can find it. Oh what, what could you say what was that again? Your what house? It was a, it was an indie it was an indie pixel art game and you were a person just trying to like like get back to your house. Like that was the whole thing, and you ended up going through. Or were a you were you in the hospital? In the game? Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. We were you
1: talking about was it was it was it the one that we talked about, we talked with the creator, the guy that did the music uh, to it? No, that was Claire.
0: Claire. Okay, no, no. That was, I'm, no, I'm off. that was a different one. Um, but Claire, another
1: good indie game, especially horror themes. Yeah, another yeah, good indie yeah, one.
0: Claire is a fantastic game. If you haven't played Claire, Claire is definitely worth the playthrough. No, I'm not God, sure this what you're is uh, kill me. Not a horror game, but another one like with uh, dealing
1: with mental you know mental stuff. Uh there's another really good um indie game, but it's it's a sad one. It's it's gonna it's a real tear jerker, but it's called That Dragon Cancer.
0: That dragon cancer, oh yep. lord! That
1: dragon comma comma
0: cancer, yep. All right, I'm looking. I think I have it on PlayStation, so I'm looking through my PlayStation list right now to see if I can find it. And it's like a, it's like a. I want to say it's like a one-word name for a game. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, oh, the, the caption—that's the name of it. It's called yes! Home. Oh, that's right. Yeah. God, that I, it took me so long to get there. I didn't even find it. I just remembered it. Yes. Home. <laughs> nice. Home was the name of the game. And that game, that game was creepy as hell. It was all pixel art and it was really meant on exploration. I don't even remember if there was any, um, I don't even remember if there's any actual fighting in it whatsoever. I think there was. I think you've got a weapon. But I don't think I ever like actually fought in it, to be honest. What the hell is this game that I have called Corridor Z? When the hell did I pick this up? God, this looks lame.
1: I love I think, it. I, I, I think you looked at it when we were talking about like uh, crappy. Remember when we were talking about really crappy um, uh, indie games that like, could be really good? I think that's when we you, I, I pointed it out and you said, okay, I got to pick that up. And you just went ahead and bought it on a whim. I think we're talking about it during some <clears throat> drunken God. podcast. Yeah, so I so really like,
0: do. I got to stop drinking and priming. That's obviously what this is. But yes, that looks interesting. That looks funny as hell. Um, I have all the Dark Pictures Anthology because I am that guy. Oh, Darkest Dungeon. There's
1: That's an- also a good one. That's a fun one to play, too, Darkest Dungeon. That's that a is, fun that, that is a brutally
0: difficult game, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and, and there's also, the, and, and not just India, I mean, there's so many good horror games for this for this time
0: of year. Dude, speaking um, of horror games, please tell me that you have been tracking the new, de- or the remake of Dead Space. A little
1: bit, yeah. I, I have been tracking, I've heard of it, and I'm like, ooh, it, it can either go one of ways. It, it could be like, they it just do, just improve it, and it's like, whoa! Or they can fuck it up. I'm so afraid of remakes, because it's like, it's either you get something that, you know, makes you really happy, or they they fuck your
0: nostalgia. They fuck your childhood
1: hard. You know right. what I mean.
0: I am. I am. I am both terrified and excited because Dead Space Three nailed the multiplayer co-op. I mean, one hundred percent nailed it. So
1: I basically super, with that.
0: I have a fear boner with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But I'm super. I'm. I'm. I'm holding out benefit of the doubt on this one. I'm. I'm hoping it's going to be fantastic i'm hoping it's gonna be fantastic i'm expecting less than fantastic but i'm hoping it's gonna be fantastic i'm probably not gonna buy it right out of the gate i'm probably gonna wait for it to come out probably be out for a week before i pick it up however i i foresee it in my future yeah they're doing a lot of i mean they're doing a lot of
1: remakes also like some classic rpgs there are a lot of classic games they're starting especially for the switch um some we never got the opportunity to get in the States, like Live a Live that came out, which is an RPG that was on the Super, Nintendo, or Super Famicom, never came out in the U.S. Stayed over in Japan, they released that recently, so that's it's kind of cool that they're re-releasing stuff. And with Live a Live, they did a really good job with just slightly updating the graphics, like with the slight pixel update, but not really changing the game, you know what I mean? Hmm. <sighs> So they, they're doing pretty good with some of that lately. So it is exciting time for, like, you know, if you liked an old game, you're like, man, wouldn't it be great? You know, that would really benefit from the updating graphics. Because, you know, some, like, RPGs, like the pixel art, you know, with, with the uh, kind of the Octopath Traveler type style, like, you know, update or, like, treatment, it can look really good. But a lot of games just don't really benefit from an update. But, I mean, certain games, like certain old horror games, would just be, like, with the graphics we have now, that more intense, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, imagine them redoing like stuff like, you know, like we talking about um you know Tecmo's Deception with that. You know, maybe maybe redo Clock Tower with today's graphics.
0: Oh, dude, Clock Tower. That's an old school horror game. Holy hell. Dude, Scissor Man? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it counts as like indie, but it wasn't like a huge
1: game either. Um, oh man. God, but Clock man, imagine, ima- imagine being like in a three D house instead of just a two D. You know, first-person perspective, getting chased by—and trying to hide and getting chased by uh, fucking Scissorman, man. Oh, man. That would dude, be intense, dude, if you do it right. Imagine that in VR. Yeah. It'd be like doing Resident Evil right in VR like they did with the one game, you know? Shoo! I'm not yeah, sure I'm I'd coming up with all that one.
0: I'm just a barrel full of bad ideas tonight, isn't I? <laughs> I say, I, I mean, I'm with you. And when I say I'm with you, I mean I'm with you.
1: Yeah, like looking for the kitchen, like Scooby Doo, like me and Shaggy. You know, you and Shaggy here. You know, we go to the kitchen. You know, we try to get away from the haunts to the food. Right, right. Hell yeah! Oh man, you can't run at it. You can't run ghosts and, and, and ghouls on an empty stomach. Let me tell you. Yeah, I'm all in. You know, what? it'd be cool to make like a like a Scooby Doo horror game. Like, go dark. All the- yeah, real dark, as in, instead of it being, oh, they figure it's just going to be another one of those mysteries, you pull the mask off and it's a person. Real, you know, real, like, hauntings and, 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 and you know, members of the uh, mystery machine there die. I mean, that would be kind of cool to have, like, a real
0: spooky version of that. That'd be pretty boss. That'd be terrifyingly boss. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be like that episode of Supernatural, where they will go and find the Scooby gang. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty, boss. I'm down. I mean,
1: what other old school horror games you think would benefit for like a good overhaul, like a good update?
0: Oh man, well Fatal Frame is getting a new game, so I'm excited about that. Oh yeah, I am too. I mean, oh. I love Fatal Frame. God, an overhaul, uh, a, an old scary game that we need, that we need that would deserve an overhaul. <clears throat> Silent Hill.
1: Absolutely. Especially with today's controls, too, and the added graphics. Oh, yeah. You could do that fog.
0: You could do that, you know, that real immersive so well. Imagine if they did Silent Hill, how they did that new Resident Evil, the Biohazard. Imagine that. That would be a, a, amazing and terrifying.
1: I think another game that they could possibly, if they did it right, you know, uh, obviously it, it can go either way, but I think if they did Eternal Darkness on the GameCube again in today's graphics... Oh and flesh that out some like that'd be cool. Oh, that would be intense. Yeah, with all the HP Lovecraft inspired cosmic horror. Hell yeah, that game was and if they and if they uh find better ways to fuck with you too.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be insanely intense. That would that'd be nuts. That would be absolutely stellarly <laughs> nuts. But you know what? Here's my problem with it. And this is this is this is my only gripe. How would you be able to pull that off without everybody knowing what's coming and what's happening? Like, like Eternal Darkness, I think nailed it last time because, well, simply because nobody knew what it was, and like word of mouth wasn't wasn't quickly driving everybody to just know what was going on.
1: But I mean, still, still, even without the whole messing with you thing and everybody knowing it, I mean, it's still just a good hot cosmic horror, you know. In it, I would update the graphics, keeping the game in the
0: storyline. I think it would do pretty well. I'd like to think it would. I really do. I would like to think that it would. But I could just, I can, I could so see it getting like really messed up quick. Yeah. But like I said, it could
1: go either way. You could either do it right or it it could kind of like just miss the mark. You know, it's one of those games like it could either be really good or really bad. It won't be any in between.
0: I, I, I agree. I don't think that there's a way to make that an in between. I think that's just going to be a it's either fantastic or it's utterly miserable.
1: Yeah. I think either a remake, like, you know, just you know, redo it or just an update in graphics.
0: I think Alone in the
1: Dark would be cool too. God,
0: you know what? I never I never got into Alone in the Dark. And like it was so far gone by the time I got to it, I just I never got into it. And I my feel wife like really I really liked have. it, so I played I played it because my wife really would like that game. She played it growing up, so I was like, yeah. I think that would be a good one too. I could see that. I could see Alone in the Dark. I just I don't know. As I said, I never got into them when they were when they were in their hype, and yeah. I tried to go back and play one recently, and it was fucking miserable. Like it was absolutely, yeah. utterly miserable.
1: I mean, I have a copy on the Dreamcast so, of Alone in the Dark, so but it's one of those. It's like yeah. You know, Tough when you got the old controls and everything else, old graphics. You're like, I remember back when it's like, oh, it's the graphics are so clear. We, you know, oh my goodness, so realistic. And then you play Golden. I'm like, I can't play. What the fuck is that? Yeah, like I can't find anything. I'm sitting down. I tried to play Golden not that long ago, and I'm like, what the fuck? I can't see a fucking thing. It's all just big block. What the hell is that? Yeah,
0: I don't know how we played that game, and we're good at it. Like it just it's. It's hard to watch. It's it's almost painful. I mean, it was a great game in
1: the heyday, but it's like now just the graphics are painful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I mean, not not horror topic. Not um, indie or anything else like that, but just as a side note, because it's in my brain, they're remaking, I think, on the Switch. I don't know if any other system, but definitely on the Switch. They're coming out with... uh, um, Codin 1 and 2, which is a slight update
0: to the graphics. I did see that. Did you see my link? They're actually releasing them on Steam as well. Oh, nice. Nice. So am, nice. I'm sure
1: I saw it. I'm sure I saw it. I am yeah, 100% picking that up. I mean, the games are expensive these days. I mean, I do have, you know, the copies of my Codens, but it'd be nice to play it, like, with updated graphics without having to touch
0: and scratch up my uh, collectible disks, you know? That would be nice. But you know what? I don't know. I, I would like to see. I just want to see him. Honestly, like Sui Koden was just such a fun game. Going through and trying to trying to recruit all hundred one stars. It's just the nostalgia is kicking. It whoa. For whoa, whoa. Me. was it one hundred eight stars? You're right. It was one hundred eight. I only ever got a hundred one. <laughs> No, I just—I I knew the
1: fact of it. I just—I haven't gotten all hundred and eight yet either. Yeah, I only got close, but yeah, I've gotten close, but never quite gotten hundred and eight. Uh, you know what? Um, shit. It was just in my brain. It just—I just got derailed for a second. No, you know what? Like, you know what I would like to see—not necessarily a remake, but them to revisit in the same style. I wish they'd revisit like the same type of style, uh, you know, with updated graphics. But Persona returned to its roots like the first one on the PlayStation, oh, so you know, like that... really
0: returned to the old school, like Persona style. That, that's such a sore spot for me because I love Persona and I'm so like – God, I'm just uh, – be- Well, they I'm, went from I'm like so Persona
1: just... had its – yeah, I mean Persona had its own like say – it's uh, the first one it was just like such a great style, its own personality and it seemed like with the later Personas – they basically became like remember the devil summoner game yeah it seems like they just kind of copied that style kind of moved over to that style and kind of left the persona behind you know what I mean
0: well yeah like the, the big thing that I remember about persona that I loved about it was that you played like you had that dungeon crawl bit of it where you were doing the first person dungeon crawl of it and I'm, I was, I'm a huge fan of the old wizardry series So yes, me too. Right there just you know that, that gets my nerd boner going and oh, walking yeah. through and doing that, and then but then like, just the whole aspect of you're continuously talking to, you're you're talking to these to these monsters and you're recruiting them, and you're trying to find different combinations of how those combinations work with, just just uh, there was just a feeling a, a lust that I just think was lost in the later Persona games where they became. Uh, they became much more cliche not, for the genre. Not cliche, but they came, yeah they became much more like 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 they felt much more like a JRPG than they did like a horror yeah. RPG. Like that that's what I liked yeah, the, about their original personas. It had this horror element yeah. to it.
1: Yeah. Do you remember um, also another one? that was a uh, it was more of a tactical um, horror RPG. But do you remember Kaldia? No. Probably mispronouncing the hell out of it. No, I don't. What was that? Oh yeah, let me let me bring let me bring it up and send you the um, let me tell you what how it's spell it. Um, Delka. and the PlayStation. It's spelled if you want to look it up. K o u d e l k a. I on. K O beat the hell out of it. It was a role playing game. Here, let me. Uh, Kaldelka, got it.
0: Yeah, oh, K yeah, O
1: okay. U D E L K A. I played and beat that, and that was just really cool. I like that. That was another cool one. It's more obscure, but it, it's really neat. Yeah, I really like that game. I am.
0: Um, I don't know that I know this one, but it looks it looks well. It looks very PlayStation-y It looks cool.
1: It was a lot of fun. I, I, I definitely recommend that one for, you know, if you can get a hold of it.
0: Man, chance of me getting a hold of it. Uh, I might be able to get a hold of a ROM. Maybe play it uh, through the browser. Yeah, I mean, if, if you could find it like that. But, I mean, it's like, if, if, if collecting, too,
1: I mean, if you find a copy, that's always cool. If it doesn't cost an arm and a leg.
0: Yeah, that's a trouble. Know, the old Personas
1: thing. cost an arm and a leg now.
0: Right? Right. Like I think I still have my original Persona One upstairs, and I don't know. That I, I, I have, have heard it, of that. I have a
1: really nice shape in the in the in the box, my Persona, but I don't have an instruction manual for it.
0: I might That's have something thing I need. I might have the instruction manual. I'm not sure. I gotta look now. I think I do. No, I'm gonna find out after this show. I'm gonna go find out because now I'm interested.
1: But there's, there's there's so many good, you know, whether it be indie or old school, like, you know, so many good horror games for the season to play, you know? I know, right? And even even the game that we like to play, I, it started off, I, I don't know if it's consider, still considered indie, but we started off playing it. Um, Terraria has also got a lot of cool yeah. themes for every time of the year. It gets a Halloween theme and Halloween monsters and bosses this time of year. I mean, it also gets the Christmas stuff when it's Christmas. So uh, that's a really cool because that's like a 2D Minecraft only with more horror themes. More HP Lovecraft, you know, inspired. Uh, so that's always always fun this time of year. And playing online, you know, PC multiplayer or on the Switch or whatever or whatever console you like. Great game to play with friends, you know.
0: Mm, agreed. It's always fun. Yeah, dude. I figured out. I, I posted it the other day. I don't know if you saw, but I figured out No Man's Sky is my Terraria. Like, yeah, that's my Terraria. Because I can just sit down, chill out, and play that game for. Hours on end, and it's just like, yeah, this is my jam. I got this. It is a good one. I, I, they did so good with kind of like uh, adding
1: so much more stuff and without costing us extra, adding so much more content. They, they did a really good job of really trying to make up, you know, make it up to everybody for, you know, the, the opinion that, that you know, let down the fans or whatever the uh, customers but they've done such a good job at making that
0: game a real gem. 100% agree like they just did a fantastic job bringing that game back from the dead like that game was rough starting and they really did bring it back. (laughs) Talk about horror it was dead and it came back right (laughs) but instead of Pet Cemetery, it came back good yeah, like it didn't, it it, oh. like it it kept building and building and building on it, and it just kept getting better and better and better. It's it's almost like where it came back from the dead,
1: where you took all the spare parts to make Frankenstein's monster, but as you polish it up, it turned into like, you know, Brad Pitt or some shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it made you millions, you know, starring in a few movies.
0: You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
1: <laughs> oh. Horror themed old school games. I actually picked up on the TurboGrafx-16 a complete copy of Splatterhouse.
0: Oh my god! I haven't played Splatterhouse actually, in forever. That's an awesome game. <laughs> Hands down, yeah, man. That's good. Uh, that was a good side scroller.
1: And, and and the graphics are much better on the TurboGrafx-16 than say on the Genesis because they you know they, they released, it, released it on the Genesis too, but I find that the TurboGrafx-16 had some pretty sweet games. Uh, they just a lot of them play better. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to grow up with the TurboGrafx-16, but now that I have it and collect for it, it's 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 some of those games are just better on it. You know, some of the games I like you know, on other systems, but I also got um, Alien Crush, the pinball game on it, too, which is a lot of fun. And, you know, that Alien Crush and, and Devil's Crush are both horror-themed pinball games, and they're great on the system. Huh. I'm not sure that I played Alien Crush. Yeah, it's a good one. So Alien Crush or Devil's Crush... Uh, TurboGrafx-16 is a lot a lot of fun to play. The next time you visit, I'll have to crack it out because, yeah, we like pinball games, especially horror-themed ones. Oh, dude, yeah. I used to sit around and play those you know, old, old pinball games on your
0: computer for <laughs> hours. Oh, dude. Yeah, I picked up... Um, I got a Humble Bundle. I got oh, What the hell were they? They were... Uh, it's like Pinball FX. Hold on. Yeah, Pinball FX3. And it had a bunch of Star Wars tables, a bunch of Marvel tables. Yes, yeah, so I've got Marvel Avengers, Cinematic, Marvel Cinematic Pack. There's just like, I found it the other day. I'm like, man, I gotta play this on Humble Bundle. And I'm like, this is awesome. I gotta play this. You gotta love
1: humble bundle and Steam. I mean, there's just so much gems that are just getting re released. Getting you know, you get to get right. through there,
0: right? And
1: it, and I really like. I know there's like a lot of that whole like, you know, you know the copyright. Everybody's flipping out, but yeah, honestly. With all the uh, re-releases, all like the you know people trying to like you know make ROMs and stuff. I mean, the video game preservation is just. I mean, I think is a really good thing because how many like legendary games did they lose the rights for? And then, and then when they finally regain the rights, they couldn't make it because they lost the source material, the source coding. Dude, I mean, the, so many good games and they can be reverse engineered by the public. You know, the companies just go up and say, yeah, oh, this is too expensive. This is impossible." And then you take like. Somebody ripping a you know, uh, you know a CD old CD game or you know the ROM and, and then re- reverse engineering and it's like for game preservation, sometimes it's like you know, you'll never see a re release because then nobody knows who owns like nobody owns the rights nobody can legally do it it's like nobody knows who owns the rights I mean it, it's just the game preservation I, I you know I think is great.
0: I agree. Like definitely, definitely keeping that. Uh- like there was what was it um, Fallout Fallout Three was a uh, was codenamed Van Buren. Hmm. And that's uh, that game never made the life a day, but somebody reverse engineer was able to get like a tech demo out of it, and I was like, that's pretty boss.
1: Like I, I was like, and there's some games, of course, that don't ever get produced or never get finished and it gets lost, you know, lost to the time. Like, uh, what was that one Resident Evil that was supposed to come out, and they got canned? And you had the playable demo that, you know, was on PlayStation, and then, like, you know, you, it's sold for big bucks if you have a PlayStation that had it downloaded. because no, you're you-
0: thinking of Silent Hill, and the game is called
1: PT. Oh, yeah, Silent Hill. Silent Hill PT. I'm sorry, not Resident Evil. Silent Hill PT, that's what I meant. Yeah, it was called Silent but, yeah. Hills was the, was the inevitable name of it. And stuff like that it just gets lost to time. And, I mean, it's just the preservation. I mean, it's a cool idea. I mean, you could always revisit it. I mean, the preservation, I think, is, is really paramount. Yeah, dude. Like, that- I wish – I mean, people beat me to the punch making, like, video game museums. But one of these days, I would like to build, like, a museum, like an arcade, like a playable video game museum where you're not, you, can't, you don't just have to just stand and learn about it. But you can actually play the games. That would be cool. On the old system. Or at least a, a, a facsimile where, you know, you make, like, a um, – you know, take, like, a um, – yeah, basically firmware, you know, you make, make a mock of it, like, uh, oh, what are those little circuit boards you do those on?
0: Oh, the Raspberry Pis?
1: Yeah, like Raspberry Pis make the shells, like, you know, ha- kind of like how Nintendo remade its little like little systems, all digital. You know, it started to, like, even if I could just do that, but, it, you know, for the playable stuff so you don't destroy, like, the original, but it would be really cool to have a playable video game museum where it's like, oh, remember Splatterhouse? Well, here it is. You know, or yeah, here arcade, Splatterhouse. you can actually go They're and ready. play it, yeah. Here's the history, here's the whole thing of the history behind it. You know, all the cool stuff, and then you're actually sitting there playing it. I think a playable video game
0: museum would be fucking awesome. Yeah. I would love to be able to do that. I I know I would go to it. Like, I've been to a bunch of those um, arcades where the coin op arcades, where you show, where it's like literally you walk in and you have a card and everything's like a, everything's still a quarter. Yeah. Or, of course, you got barcades and you got video game museums, but it would be cool just
1: to have a playable video game museum, just a giant thing of, and not just like arcades, but like, you know, the whole home consoles. Including obscure ones. Yeah. Kind of like remember in the stores you had like the TV, had, like the demo, you could have like like even the handheld systems hooked to that TV where you're actually like demoing it.
0: Yeah. You fucking sweet, man. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. I'd be down with it. There'd be so there's just some there's some and I'm sh- and I'm sure that there's like some what's his face? Some uh not licensing and legalese. Well, yeah, licensing illegalese. <laughs> I, I i that's that's an obvious. <laughs> but no, I was thinking um like those computer gaming stores. What the hell are they called? Cyber cafes.
1: Yeah, like the cyber cafes. That probably like have something land.
0: similar to that already. And that'd be pretty cool to go back and check.
1: Yeah, especially if you had, like, the, you know, like, LAN party, like the old Xboxes, the old Halos and stuff. Oh, yeah. And some of the other shooters and stuff that were really good at the
0: time. God, yeah, man. Taking me down memory lane here. I know, right? Well, we've been at this a while, so. Yeah. On that note, where can people find you at, D? People
1: can find my own website, microbregamersofthezine instead of an s.com. I've got a YouTube channel, Gamers, uh Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch, uh, Discord, but of course, you, yeah, I'm mostly trolling the
0: GNA Podcast Discord, so uh, you can find me a bunch of places. Very nice. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil versus Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else um Zo stream twitch just uh, if I'm not there let me know'll I'll upload there.'m I'm, I'm literally like everywhere I'm tooling around the discords I'm tooling around all sorts of discords. I'm tooling around discords that people don't even talk to me in. like I'm in so many discords just let me know I'll join that Discord too and I'll I'll create havoc um <laughs> the creep he's a creep on all the discords <laughs> I am I am so quick schedule update next week we're gonna have an episode we'll hopefully record. Um, hopefully we'll record this Sunday unless something happens uh, but next week we'll have an episode the week after we won't have an episode because I'm going to be traveling to Michigan and I won't be around to record so if we can possibly do like we did this week and squeeze an episode in the in the middle of the week I'll do something there but otherwise we'll probably have a weekend there where where I'm taking off because well yeah I'm not going to be here <laughs> Sounds um, fun though. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I, I, I'm thinking it's gonna be a good time. It's uh, it's Magnate's wedding. Um, I say once it's all then happened, I will send out the audio file. But he came in the Discord the other day and was asking for somebody to mash up a bunch of music together to make a um. An aisle walk, you know, something that he can use to walk down the aisle with, uh, dude. It's he's having an October wedding, right? Yes. You gotta slip in the monster match somewhere in there. So I didn't. He's a video. <laughs> he's a video game nerd. So I took all. I took all the songs that he did, and then I took some songs that fit better. That fit, fit the narrative better. So I did those as well. But yeah, there's... It's going to be cool. It's going to be real cool.
1: No monster
0: mash. No monster mash. Aww. Aww. But I got a gag I'm also playing on them, so we'll see how that one goes out. If I can get the things through custom, we'll figure it out. Um, we are partnered with Humble Bundle, so go check them out. You can – Humble Bundle's a game purchase service with a twist. You can donate to charity at the same time that you're buying a bundle of games. Uh, go put the question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your podcast – All right, end of your Humble Bundle link that will let them know that we sent you. I don't want any of your money. Put that slider all the way down to zero. Go check out the GNA swag store at GNA gutter shots. I not only have uh, GNA stuff up there, I actually have some off-brand – swag for where i work which is uh kind of funny uh but go check that out as well and we have a website www.gnapodcast.com i haven't updated in a while because i broke my dreamweaver so i've got to fix that yes i still use dreamweaver suck it uh i gotta go fix that once i fix that it'll be back up and running but i mean the website's up there i just haven't been able to update it so I i think i'm like four or five i think i'm like four or five episodes behind right now but we'll get it fixed um yeah, thanks for joining me, D. It was fun. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I man. I was especially talking about some of the, you know, not only the,
1: the nostalgia, because, you know, I'm, I love horror, whether it be movies or games, but the indie stuff I'm excited
0: about. And some yeah, of it dude. has a touch of horror, like the, cho- you know, haunted chocolatier. It has a touch of the creepy. Yeah, dude, there's some good stuff out there. I'm I'm, I'm super excited to see what's going to be coming out. And there's so, like, it's funny how indie games has really turned into the next mainstream like. Like there's mainstream and it's almost like down with the man. There's so many mainstream games coming out that you're like, oh yeah, it's a triple-A title, but, you know, but you wait so long for them and you're just like, nah. Like some of them just come out and you're like, meh. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, check, check some things out. Uh, if you want to come out, hang out, join the Discord, look at the website. The link for that is still working. Go uh, join the Discord, come hang with, out with us. We'll play some Terraria, No Man's Sky, or or Aliens, Fire, Team Elite, or, or whatever. We'll find something and play. We're more co-op or people Or Man of or, yeah. We're, yeah, we're more yeah. Of a, well, Man, of, yeah, Man of Medan. Yeah. <laughs> the Aunt Dark like Picture Anthology, speak. yeah. We've, uh, you know, all of the really competitive... People, I'm gonna be nice and not call them names, but uh, all the competitive people that are really kind of toxic at times, pretty much left. So, like, we're, we're pretty much we're we're at the co-op level stage versus the competitive level. So, if you're a competitive player, don't join us. We're not the people. Um, Here's a philosophical question: mm. Are we non-competitive? Uh, you
1: know, because oh yeah, we're more to co-op, or just because we suck? <laughs> Dude,
0: I like I, I will fully admit I I Yeah, I will fully admit I am not I don't spend enough time to be good at games anymore. I am good at playing games, but I don't play games enough to be good at them. I have never had or developed the hand eye coordination
1: to be as good at games as you are. So I just perpetually suck. Oh, yeah. So like, I plateau. I, pla- I plateau early. And it's just like, I'm just there.
0: No, I just, I enjoy playing games now. Like, I'm just, yeah. I, I for, for years, I was jumping in to really trying to be like competitive and trying to keep up with the Joneses. And because, you know, other people wanted to play whatever, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll play because they want to play. I'm going to play. And now I'm just at the point where I'm like, I really do enjoy hanging out with people and playing video games, but I don't need to hang out with people and play video games. Like, I'll, I will play- sit down and play Terraria all day long. I will sit down and play a different video game and just be in a voice chat with somebody while they're playing a different video game. I don't care. But I'm
1: just like... Yeah, but just... The, 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 I mean, well, it's no longer Couch cult, but I mean, the co-op games like Stardew Valley
0: and Terraria, I just find relaxing and are fun. Yeah, they really are. They just really are genuinely fun. So yeah, if you want to come hang out, hit the Discord, uh, join in. But yeah, man, have a great night. Thanks for joining. You too. It's been a lot of fun.